Hey everyone, Dave and Jeff back for a podcast on Thursday, November Whoa. 21st. Whoa. That's how long it's been. I got to tell you, before you sat down in there, you just walked in five seconds ago. Yeah. I'm sitting there waiting for you, trying to set up the the music and the whole deal. All of a sudden, a fucking bat just flew right by my Shut head. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I would have passed out. I looked at the dog. Dude, it would have hit you right in the fucking head. Right we're, in the right, head. It would right, drop me. Right by my ear. I looked at Sugar. I said, holy shit, dude. What was that? And she's blind as a bat herself. Yeah, she didn't know. She just saw me jump. I couldn't believe it. And then I had the door open to the house. Oh, my God. I was God. like, dude, if that fucking bat goes in, I'm never getting it out. Your, and, and your wife's went, out of town, right? Yeah, she's in Ireland. And that shit went right towards the back TV and then came shooting back out. I, went, oh. I was like, dude, that would have fucking sucked. There's no way I could have gone to bed with a bat now. No way. Do you imagine you and me <laughs> trying to catch a bat? Fishing net, just swinging bats. We just Tennis break rackets. everything. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. It's fucking colder in this garage than it was the last four nights in Toronto. Really? God dang. It Cold. is cold in Great here. Great to be back. This, this one horse monkey yeah. fuck town, <laughs> it could not be. Let me tell you guys all two fucking things. Yeah. You should all be incredibly embarrassed. You should all be incredibly embarrassed that our local newspaper has a guy still writing a column named Nick Canepa. <laughs> I, I swear to God, I'm in Toronto. Hey, Dave, it's Jay. And fucking Posner has the balls to retweet Canapa's column offering Jeff Bezos, the president and owner of Amazon, the opportunity to A, buy an NFL team, B, buy a plot of land down here, and C, then move the team here. <laughs> hey, what's everybody think about this article? I think you're a dumb fuck. I think you're a dick. <laughs> that you would even let that get in the paper from a guy that's not a ninth grade intern. <laughs> and for all of you to go like, hey, there we go. Now we're talking. Hey, should we bring Pam Anderson down? He could suck all your little fucking tiny dicks too. God damn it. I leave for a week and you, all you fucks fall off the course. Get your shit together. <laughs> Dude, this is what we do. This is what we do. We live for an announcer to say San Diego yes. and Chargers oh, back to back. Drink. <laughs> That's it, it's drink. drink. It means they're that much closer to coming back. Get over it. Because Kenny Albert and Moose Johnston said San Diego. That's what you strive for? That is it, 100%. That's what gets you dumb yes. shits excited? Oh, my gosh. The part that happened while you were gone in the last week that I think people are extremely excited was ESPN showed on a map how far it was from where they played to Mexico City but they actually put where they played as Qualcomm Stadium, and they brought it all the way over there, and people's like, you see that shit? Wait a minute. They're coming back. Okay, hang on. I do have to ask. <laughs> Who the fuck let that go? They're doing that, right? Dude, how They're crazy punk is that? Dean, They're punkin' Dean. Right? They're punkin' Dean. They have to be. In a sense, I, I kind of feel like, in a way, they're punkin' you guys, too. In, unintentionally. Like, is, I, I do think they're in on it. It is my least favorite subject of all time right now. Talking Charger football as far as them well, and the team and the city and everything else. Well, I think a lot of people should read the Don Van Natta article and Seth Wickersheim today. Okay, listen to what Jeff just said. Read it. There read. are your answers right here. The answers that we've been telling you about because you guys don't right. want to listen to us. No, because all you of guys you know, because all of you were in the same meetings that we were in. You don't want to know the truth. Listen to what Jeff just said. Read it. Read the article and read one quote. When Dean said, 
I don't want to leave. Which we told you. He was the family member that didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave. He did so many things wrong. But at the end of the day, whether you want to believe it or not, I'm telling you sincerely, I don't care what any of you think. (laughs) I really don't. There's no need to write me a tweet tomorrow and be like, hey, I heard the podcast. You're the thing I don't. Go, go fold socks. I don't care what you think. Because unless you say, hey, you're right, then guess what? You're wrong. Dave and I sat in these meetings, as we have said over and over and over again. We had no vested interest in it other than the fact the shitty radio station that none of you listened to because you couldn't hear it had a business relationship yes. with them. But I think Dave would agree if I said that we went in it and we were fascinated that we were allowed to kind of come a little bit inside the circle. More so, the, more so than 99.9% of you. Yeah. We weren't in the deep inner circle with everything going on, but there was enough going on where you can feign interest in that you're on Team Chargers that they're going to share shit yes. with you. And what was shared in those meetings that happened off the air was that Dean didn't want to leave. But Dean did so many things wrong. The city did so many things wrong. And you guys both know this, or you guys know this. However, it is my belief, and again, I don't need any messages from you. I don't think he ever wanted to leave. I think he wanted to be a hero here. And I think what they paint with Seth Wickersheim and Don Van Natta write today beautifully is that the NFL and the city and Dean himself, the combination painted him into a corner that he couldn't get out of. And there's a great story of uh, uh, Stan Kroenke. Yeah. On the patio of uh, a, a iced coffee shop, like yeah. Pete's Coffee or one of those, in Beverly Hills, beautiful little spot, when Roger Goodell tells him that he's going to have Dino riding shotgun, and the story claims that, that Kronky goes, no, 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 <laughs> and starts losing his yeah. shit, and then realizes that people are looking at, no, Roger, no. And then said, Roger, I have, to, I have to call you back from someplace more private. Kroenke didn't want him there. No, the league of didn't not. want him there. And Dean didn't want to be there. Yep. And the league and this city and Dean himself painted himself into a corner. And ultimately, Dean said, well, I have to do what's right for the team. And I have to go. And it's not worth rehashing the whole thing. I just found the article incredibly accurate from what I remember being told to us, and most importantly, when the line in there is written by two incredibly talented writers, I don't want to leave, that was it. Which is everything we have heard. Here's one other thing, as people will write to us tomorrow and call bullshit. When Jeff says that they were pointed or pushed into a corner by the league, what he means is the league wanted the stadium downtown. They didn't want it in Mission right. Valley. When we right. went to that thing on that Saturday in the Padres parking lot, yeah. and we said this is where the new stadium's going to remember Roger Goodell showed up to that. Right. That was where they if it was going to happen in San Diego, it was only going to happen right there. That's it wasn't going to happen went. 
in, in the Qualcomm parking lot where all you guys think, oh, we could have just built a stadium right here. That's not what the league was going to let happen. And then the problem is you had a fucking mayor and you had dipshit Scott Sherman yeah. who couldn't get anything done and didn't want to get anything done. Nah. And and that combination with the dipshit owner, who's not a very smart man, yeah. basically is what happened is, hey, guess what? Your Chargers are in L.A. And there's not another NFL team coming back. No. The guy who Jeff made, Bezos, yeah, the guy who made his fortune at Amazon is not coming here. Why would he? Why? And why, like, why does that even get in the paper? Why does anybody respond to that? Hey, hey, says me. I think Jeff Bezos should come down and buy all of us lunch tomorrow at the waterfront. Hey, what do you all think of Nick's column? <laughs> well, I think it's great. I think there's 0% chance that it will happen. And it confirms our reputation as Mayberry by the beach. But hey. If it makes you all happy yep. and keeps you off Zoloft for another day <laughs> while you go through powder blue uh, withdrawal, then good on you. Uh, that's the one thing. Read that article. Uh, the next part of it is congratulations to Jerry Coleman. Yes. Who has never sounded better since he passed away and has been rewarded with a spot in the meaningless fucking Breitbart <laughs> Hall of Fame. I cannot tell you. It's going to be uh, six years in January. Yes. What exactly has Jerry done, who I love? I shared a birthday with the man. Yes. Why the fuck? Who was in the meeting when Jerry's name came up 15 years ago? They were like, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's not good You enough. want to put Jerry in ahead of Dennis Connor? What? Dude, Dennis Connor's actually a big name compared to the other dipshits in there. Like, who else is in Oh, my there? God. I, well, Tennis great Mo Conley? That's it. That's exactly what you'd get. Who, who else I gotta is in there? I got to look this shit up. Tom Cushman? Yeah. T- <laughs> right? Like, that fucking joke. Listen, Bob Breitbart was a sweetheart of a guy. Yes. Incredible guy. The original Hall of Champions was so fucked up that they had a bat that Ted Williams hit 400 with. And yeah. guess what? If you wanted to bring your kids in to go down and view a little bit of history, well, good fucking luck because that bat that Ted Williams had was buried up in Bob's vault in his office. Fantastic. <laughs> Fantastic. But if you wanted to see an exact replica of the Rocky Balboa statue, you could see that for free and get a picture taken with it. Assuming your friend backed up 74 yards so they could get you and the entire statue in the picture. (laughs) Now, I just got back from Toronto where on Tuesday I spent the day at the Hockey Hall of Fame. Now, those guys are so insane. Listen to this bullshit. Yeah, go ahead. You go to the Hockey Hall of Fame and guess what they have the audacity to do? They put all the game-worn and game-used shit on display where you can see it. (laughs) That's crazy talk. I mean, you Maurice Richard, I need to see his sweater, Ken Dryden's mask, Patrick Waz Pats. Who the hell's running that operation? You take this shit and you bury it in a vault, and then you charge everybody ten dollars to see an upside down Chargers Super Bowl ring, and fifteen years after it fucking matters, you induct Jerry Coleman and goddamn poor Ted Leitner has to write a tweet. Saying how honored he is for Jerry. I guarantee you, I knew Jerry. Dave knew Jerry. Jerry couldn't give less of a fuck 
that he's going into the Breitbart <laughs> Hall of Fame. 100% right. 100% Jerry could not give less of a fuck. But this entire time, well, God, beautiful. I wish he was here to see it. See where? Dude. The fucking Ralph's in National City? Where is that fucking thing? It's like the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's easier to find what's in the fucking box. It's in the back. Dave, it's in aisle G24 at Sid's Carpet Barn. Nobody knows where the fuck that is. Dude, no offense to fucking uh, Bruce Binkowski's in there in 2014. Bink God, I love Bink. Yeah, I do too. But dude, he's not Jerry Coleman. You put the PA announcer of the Clippers in ahead of Jerry? <laughs> Please. Please. I just go, what in the fuck happened in the nine days that I've been out of this shitty town? God dang it. It's uh, it, it's really fucking crazy, man. When you look at this shit. Yeah, that was nuts. It was like, I think most people were like, what do you mean he's not in already? It, very, very strange, man, the way they did it. Funny thing is, out of the San Diego Hall of Champions, you actually appreciated it more than anybody I, I did. Knew. I tried to fix it. Yeah. And then when they basically took everything out of there and hid it inside Petco Park... It's great. You know, very yeah. disappointing. Uh, and then this Fuck is my it, final hilarious. thing. Yes. On this stupid town. Yeah. <clears throat> if you tell me again, after watching the game Monday night, that Philip Rivers is a Hall of Famer, I'm going to punch <laughs> you right in the fucking throat. <laughs> I am going to punch you in the throat. I like him a lot as a guy. Yes. He was an outstanding radio guest. That guy is not a Hall of Fame quarterback. No, he's not. Period. He's not. He he isn't. He doesn't have that one big moment. There's not. My son's a huge uh, Rivers fan. I asked him. I said, "What's his big so lifetime I. moment?" I think he's great. You but know, not well, a Hall of Famer. We do. We love him as a person, and we've rooted for this guy for a long time. But the same thing. He's he's just not a Hall of Famer. One AFC Championship game, no Super Bowls. Obviously, very disappointing. Uh, the way things are going right now. He never had that cannon for an arm, but man, he just can't even get it there. And it, no. seven interceptions the last two weeks. It, it's sad to watch what's happening right now. And don't tell me about numbers. The game's changed. Anything else? If uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks from 15 years ago, 25 years ago, shit, Fouts, <laughs> like those guys, it'd be crazy. Doesn't matter. He's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. Very good. A lot of fun. Great dude. Not a Hall of Famer. No, he he is not a Hall of Famer. I'm looking at some of these if names. If Rodney Harrison yeah. is not in the Hall of Fame as a safety, then don't tell me Philip Rivers is going in as a quarterback. Rodney Harrison was a difference maker and a Super Bowl winner and constantly referred to as one of the top players at his position, consistently a difference maker. If he's not in a Hall of Fame as a safety, then Rivers isn't a Hall of Fame quarterback. Absolutely. Couldn't agree with you more. Absolutely right. It's uh, it's nuts what's happening with uh, Rivers and the way his career is coming to an end. Uh, obviously, you need an offensive line. It will be interesting to see because his contract expires that if the Chargers let him walk away, does another team step up and grab him? The only mm. team I can think that would step up and grab him would be – there are three of them that come to my mind that maybe need a quarterback for a year. Okay. Tampa Bay. Mm. Okay. Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Carolina. Yeah, like you it, mentioned that before. Yeah. I it, like I like the the line that you're drawing with Rivers to Carolina, and also the the Tua situation. Now that he's hurt, oh, Tua could man. fall to the Chargers in this draft. 
Well, you know, I mean, it kind of kind of nuts, but he's he even a first round pick now. I think he's a first round pick. He just obviously I'd be concerned about the injuries. I mean, he's had oh. a ton of them. I mean, but I at mean, the same time, last nope. time I saw Bo Jackson. Yeah, but like the, injury. No, nah, it's a Bo Jackson injury, but medicine's come a long way. They said they repaired all the arteries. They said the one thing about Bo the next week, he tried to play on that in yeah. the playoff game. But it's uh, the, the difference is right away to the hospital, man. They airlifted him right away, took care of him, uh, the whole deal. Man. He's not going to be ready to go until the spring. So he's going to mm-hmm. miss all the workouts before uh, before the draft. It's up to a team to say, do we want to take a chance on a kid like that? That was a great deep ball, very accurate, very smart. But, man, there's been three major injuries in a year. Uh, you know? That, go, uh, what, what do you do? But at the same time, I think he, he could fall to a team like the Chargers that need a quarterback. I, I wonder if he still goes in the first round. And as uh and his his family uh his his family wants the team. Dude, I heard Doug Gottlieb. You know when you sit there and you hear something and you kind of cringe. Doug Gottlieb today on Colin Coward's show says, you know, one thing about two you have to worry about. He's from Hawaii and he has that Polynesian descent blood and he could be fa- grow to be a fat guy. And I was like, oh my god, dude, what are you Jesus. doing? What are you doing, Doug? Pull it together. What are you what are you kind of bringing that? He might look like a sumo wrestler. That guy. Holy wow. shit. I know. You sit there and go, what the fuck, Doug? Oh, uh, come on. <laughs> come, on. Come, on. come on. Come on. I got to tell you, I got the craziest fucking phone call two days ago. Oh, let me hear this. Okay. It was the Padres calling me. Oh, that was nice. And so, Coach well, of the year? No. The guy who called me didn't know, I think, who I was at all as far as that I, on this podcast. I mean, right yeah. now, I'm not very well liked with the Padres. Shocker. Hmm. But here's the deal. So the guy calls about joining the membership program. And I believe that means like season tickets. Yeah, the whole okay. deal. I've never received one of these. I know people get these all the time. And I said, are you a baseball fan? Is what the guy asked me. I go, yeah, I'm a big baseball fan. Matter of fact, I never miss a Padre game. I watch every one of them on TV, except for the few times a year that I'm at Petco Park. Why don't you come out more often? <laughs> and I go, you got a second and a pen and paper? And I'd, I'd basically let that dude have it for 10 minutes. And Good. I, and it was... This is what I want you to take back when you why I'm not buying tickets. Yeah, let me hear him. And I said, "What's well, everything you've heard here?" And yeah. it, it's basically me telling you, "Look, it's the product on the field. It's yeah. great. You got the new uniforms. Everything else. You guys finished 36 games out of first place." I go, "I got to see that you're going to make an effort to change the lineup. You got to get better talent." And he goes, "You don't like the talent we have?" I go, "I love Tatis. Yeah, love everything about him." Yeah, I go. I can't stand the fact that you guys spent four hundred and forty-four million dollars on Machado and Hosmer. Yeah, and I said I could deal with Machado because I think he can still get better. Hosmer's not getting better. Yeah, but the fact that you have a guy, and um, I said to the guy again, write this down. It drives me nuts that he can't run to first base four times a game. Just yeah. run hard four times a fucking game. I go. Will Myers walks to his position and walks on and off the field. As a fan, it drives me nuts. I said, "This is a military town. People give their lives in this town. Yeah, and they appreciate people that work hard." I go for you to walk to your position on and off the field and insult the people that come to buy tickets and rip the Mexican food and treat the media like crap all the time. I go, "Will Myers is a joke, man. You got to get him out of here." You getting all this shit at? Fans have had it. And I, what did the guy say, Dave? He makes seven ninety two an hour. He probably quit after this call. And I and there's a guy listening over listening overhearing my phone conversation. He goes, "Who were you talking to?" I was talking to the fucking Padres. Yeah. He goes, "Holy shit!" He goes, he, "They stayed on the phone the whole time." I go, "The yeah. guy stayed on the phone the whole time." And he goes, "Why won't you come to more games than the few games you went to last year?" And I said, "Let me ask you. You have a girlfriend?" He goes, "Yep." I go, "If you went to a restaurant tonight, the food was below average. Would you go back tomorrow?" 
I go, right now, you guys are below average. Yeah, way below average. I go, call me after the winter meetings. I go, I'm not yeah. joking with you. After the winter meetings, call me. Let's talk about this again. And if you guys do what I hope you do, I will buy tickets for me. I'll buy some kind of mini package. I'll buy half seas. I'll do whatever and split it with a friend. Yeah. But I go, if you give me a reason to go out there to root for this team, I will go. And I, I said, here's what's going to drive you crazy. As soon as you guys start winning, I will be a fan of the Padres. You'll see me yeah. at that fucking parade if they ever win a World Series. I'm rooting for you guys, but right now you guys have dropped the ball for the last five years. I'm burnt out on it. It's a fucking joke. You guys are going to say bring back the Brown like we say roll tide in Alabama. That's just going to be yeah. your go-to this year, your excuse not to spend money and get real players. And I, so I'm done with it. I go, you can't ask, ask me to, to spend money on tickets until you guys sit there and approve the product on the field. We want to see a winner here in San Diego. Here was the worst thing, I think, as a Padre fan. Buster only wrote a column today. And I have to, and I saw people on Twitter saying, Olney's at it again. I have been a very firm believer that Buster has an ax to grind with this franchise. I have asked people in the franchise if they buy into my timeline, which is the trade deadline of 2015, when if you were watching ESPN Baseball tonight, Buster and the others, uh, Jason Stark, kept waiting for AJ to make a big move. Jim Bowden, I believe, was on the panel. They kept saying, man, we only got one hour. Here comes Preller. How yeah. crazy is Preller going to be? And Preller didn't do anything. And I think a lot of those guys felt like they had egg on their face, promised one thing that wasn't delivered. And I have talked to people in the organization saying that's my theory because I felt like in the past he has really gone out of his way to cheap shot this organization. This morning I see tweets, Dave, that said Buster Olney is at it again. And I go and read the article and I have to tell you, if you don't honestly look at what he wrote today and say he is 100% spot on, then you're fooling yourself. What Buster wrote in his column today was that Ron Fowler be, better be really, really careful in what he's saying when he's popping off to the media. And it's along those lines, Dave, as far as the game improvement that needs to be made in the win column for this team to do what Ron has promised yeah. or quote-unquote heads will roll. And along those same lines... He was incredibly complimentary of Fernando Tatis and Chris Paddock and talked about Mackenzie Gore coming up and that the wave of young talent could continue to grow with some of the other names in the farm system. But he also points out what Dave just said, that to this point, the Hosmer deal has been an incredibly dumb deal. And it was pointed out by many people at that time that it was a deal that made no sense for where this team was and where that team was going to commit that money. I remember at the time just going, God, I'm not sure. I love the Machado deal, yeah. so I won't backtrack on that. Because he, he hasn't hit his prime yet. Right. Machado hasn't hit his prime age yet of what success he should have. But the Hosmer deal to commit that kind of money just seemed like a weird deal, and that's what's pointed out today. And I just feel like, yeah, Today, I read Buster's thing, and I said, I can't argue that. I can't argue what he's writing today has a grind, maybe likes writing anti-Padre stuff. But if you're honest with yourself as a fan, yeah. and you look at what he's pointing out in the weird contracts that were given out and the challenges that are going to be made for this team moving forward, I think he's spot on in what he said. And the truth hurts sometimes. 
Today, the truth sucked. But we're going to have to take a look and see what they do. Now, if they go out, Dave, and they get Madison Bumgarner, which has been talked about for San Diego. Yeah, more towards the Braves. But, yeah, he's not out of the picture for the Padres. And I don't know. I mean, a, a couple well, other. Let me ask you. Let, let's say they went out and got Ryu. I love that deal. We talked about that before yeah. I left. I would take Ryu before I take Bumgarner. Just because uh, they broke it down on, on television this morning about how many pit innings that Bumgarner's thrown. He's thrown so many. I mean, he's yeah. like right up there with Kershaw with so many goddamn innings that he's thrown that you sit there and you look at it and say, well, is he a guy that has enough left in the tank? We know he knows the division. We know he know he's a competitor. Yeah. But I, I, wanna, I was waiting to ask you this one. I like one. the attitude, though, Dave. I attitude. do. I like the attitude that he would bring that would not – That Kevin only, Brown attitude. Yeah, that's not only going to impact – um, the young pitching staff, yeah. it's going to impact the everyday eight. Yeah. And I think that if uh, if those guys bring it, yeah. then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, pretty serious. All right, let me, uh, let me throw a name at you. It's funny, you said you like the attitude. Um, is it important to have someone in the clubhouse to clean it up? Like Ian Kinsler is supposed to be that guy, Hosmer is supposed to be that guy. Do you, are you worried about that clubhouse at all? No. No. You think you think it's yeah, overrated. I mean, Wins basically breed chemistry. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't think anybody. I know I didn't. Yeah. And and I'm not around the team every day. I'm not claiming to be an expert. Man, they they. I bet if those guys behind closed doors, <clears throat> I I don't think they realized that Reyes trade was going to fucking blow up in their face like it did. How can you not? You know what I mean? How can you not? The guys. 23 years old and you say fuck off you know we're gonna no, but i mean just the i think that really had a severe impact on them uh as a team so yeah. okay, okay i'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw a name at you because we talked about you know when they were looking at managers before they they hired jace tingler that run washington would be coming here because mm -hmm. he's a baseball guy Curtis Granderson, I said this last winter too. Curtis Granderson's a guy who's like 39 years old. Okay. Yeah. But Curtis Granderson's a guy that's a pure baseball guy and playing the game a certain way. Is it important to get anyone like that that go, you know what? Not a guy like Ian. Ian Kinsler's been a really big disappointment. I mean, the, the guy shocker, fucking murdered the, the crowd, you know? And he made the 40 man. Yeah. He's still on the 40 man saying. today. Because I don't think the Padres want to admit mistakes. Well, I think, too, he's one hit away from 2,000. Who gives a fuck? He did those in yeah. other cities. Yeah. I mean, dude, he, no, but I'm he saying, told the crowd, fuck off. I, I think when you look at that, that their feeling is that they don't want to be the team. Like, they felt like that there may be – I just saw this story, and it was from a national writer, <clears throat> that there was a feeling that if you blow a guy out when he's one hit away, that that could look really bad with the players' union. Man, I tell you what, go get it somewhere else then. You know, yeah. okay, so here we go. Let's go back to that night in the spring when he did that deal to the crowd. Mm -hmm. As a Padre fan, as a lifelong Padre fan, if they would have released him the next day, would he, he have been okay have. with it? He should have been released yeah, that's the what I'm next saying. day. You would have been 100% okay with yeah. it. So we don't go for that shit here. No, and that's that's it. It's all talk. I come home, you've done nothing. <laughs> Good day, sir. <laughs> you've done nothing. There's no there and, and listen. Yes. Last year at this time, they really hadn't made the big move that they made. Winter meetings are coming up. They're here in San Diego. I think that's kind of cool, right? Yeah. We have no idea what phone calls are being. No, we made. we don't. Do you get nervous when you've seen some of these guys roll off? 
I mean, obviously, their guys are going to start buying first. You're going to see, you know, uh, Adrazi end up signing back with the Twins. Mm -hmm. We talked about him coming here. It looks like Zach Wheeler's going to end up maybe with the White Sox not coming here. There was the best hitting catcher free agency wise signed today for a lot of fucking money. Yasmani Grandal. Would you have any interest no. in bringing him back? Why not? Seventy three million. Okay, well, hold on. But why wouldn't you want him here? Because you told him to fuck off. Uh, you know, we didn't weren't going to bring him anyway because Preller traded him. He's not going to admit yeah. that mistake. But I'm just saying, we hate everybody hates hedges except for hedges, hedges, <laughs> hedges, and a couple of crazy people on Twitter. But otherwise, the best if if you put that bat in the lineup, best hitting catcher in yeah. baseball is was available as far as saying well there's only one of them out there to improve what we can do through free agency yeah, or do you go we're gonna money. we're gonna write it out through mejia uh i don't know you know what i wonder if they Dave? brought him back would you have been upset tonight with grandal yes at that money yeah again well i'll say that four money. years 73 a lot of fucking money but again no. it's not your money doesn't matter no i would 28 not home runs he hit last year great everybody hit 28 home runs except hosmer he hit 24 the year before 22 and 27 before that he wasn't coming back here um money talks he fucking hated it here he they put him at you. they put him at first he liked me he was Bullshit. on the radio with us he put him at first base remember he told us they said i can't play catcher he was a first baseman when he um, left cheater the <laughs> We'll get into that cheating shit in a second. The uh, the thing that I wonder, yeah, I wonder if either Hedges or Mejia are with this team on on opening day. If Mejia is gone, will it disappoint you? You like Mejia? Uh yeah, to an extent. I'm not that invested okay. in him. So if he, either one of them are gone, doesn't matter. I think they might both be gone. I'd be fine with it either way. Yeah, I think you might be like, hey, both you dickheads, get out of here. <laughs> uh. <clears throat> says it like that yeah get that come on get 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 out of here the rumor is by the way major league baseball is going back to the old ball next year well that'd be great yeah fantastic no, yeah no more of these juice balls yeah because we all hated games that were five to four <laughs> <clears throat> can't wait till it's one to nothing with the shift again says me <laughs> <laughs> whatever like just figure it out. Like finding all we need to do is find a balance. Dude, Brett Gardner, who sucks, hit twenty eight yeah. home runs last year. You're right. You're right. That whole deal. But um I don't know. Like I, I just wanna see what happens. I really do hope it's an active off season and I wanna believe it's gonna be an active off season, Dave. I just have absolutely no idea if it is gonna actually be that way. You brought up uh, cheating as we're looking at the television. There's an Astros logo up there. What's in your mind? What do you think Major League Baseball should do with the Astros if they're found guilty I, of everything? I think they should be absolutely shut down. I think you not. I, I mean, yeah, not you, like you're getting rid of a team, but no. I, dude, huge. When you see this and you realize everything that's going on, and I know uh, Steve had Stephen Ben. Had John Boy on today, J-O-M-B-O-Y. I hope I'm pronouncing okay. that right. Guy's really, really good. When he is syncing up that video and you're hearing the bats and the whistles and everything going on. And the rumor is the, the earpiece in the in the ear and that through the iPhone. Whoa, I didn't hear all that. Telling him directly what pitch is coming. Location, pitch, the whole deal. God, I hate that organization. I really do. There's so what would you, who's the guy you punish? Uh, well, the owner's going to get hit hard. Yeah, but I understand that financially, money is money. 
But A.J. Hinch, you suspend him for life. You suspend him for a year. What do you do? Yeah, he may have to go. Yeah. A.J. Hinch has to go. Yeah. I th- I th- he's the guy. Because in sports, as we know with Pete Rose, and we know when there's scandals as far as shaving points in college sports, when sports are predetermined, the outcome are predetermined, yeah. it ruins the credibility of the sport. That's what shuts sports down. Yeah, I think Hinch has to go. Hinch has to get a lifetime suspension. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, come He may on. have to, Dave. And at the same time, the very next year, Alex Cora of the Red Sox, who was his bench coach, he wins the World Series. Carlos Beltran just got hired by the Mets. It would be interesting if, dude, you aren't, you aren't the manager of the Mets. Yeah, Corey, you're out. Corey, you're suspended, and fucking Hinch, you're gone for life. Boy, can wouldn't that be great? I think for, I mean, look, as a guy that follows the Dodgers, mm-hmm. there's no way you give the Dodgers a World Series. That's not what I'm saying. No. What I'm saying is there has to be major punishment for yeah. people lost their jobs. Yeah. You Darvish fucking got killed. Fucking Clayton Kershaw. Fuck you. Got killed. But at the same time, you sit there and you go, okay, Yankee fans are extremely pissed off. Dodger fans are extremely pissed off. But Major League Baseball is like, who the fuck do you guys think you are? You got to shut that shit down right now and make an example out of it. Yes, I agree. Boy, I hadn't thought about that until you said I would support that 100%. You run A.J. Hinch right out. Right out for life. And go, you're for done. life. And just like that guy on the Astros who a few years ago who broke into the St. Louis Cardinals computer system. And that big mouth twerp a couple of weeks ago that they couldn't figure out what to do. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you're gonna lose draft picks too. Fuck face. You know who Darren is right now? <clears throat> who? Darren Smith. You know who he is right now? He's fucking Aaron Rodgers standing by Ryan Braun. <laughs> that's who he is right now. Has he said anything about Hinch? That's his guy. That's his guy. That's his fucking guy. Hmm. That's a tough situation to be in if you're Darren. Yeah. <laughs> Because your buddy's a rat-faced weasel. <clears throat> do you remember when Aaron Rodgers went to bat for him? Yeah. Oh, no way Ryan Braun would do something like that. <laughs> oh, that's shitty, man. God yeah. dang. That's shitty. Knowing your big fucking hero's nothing more than a little rat-faced fucking snake in the grass. Tell us again how great it was to go to Houston, you fucking yeah. weasel. Let's see those pictures of your wedding one more time. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we kick you when you're down. Where's Stephen Woods? God dang, dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's a bad situation. Oh. <laughs> so you get for dropping names, cocksucker. That's what you get. <laughs> Hand job. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, man. Yeah, that has got to be, oh. Did he fucking know? Fire Darren. (laughs) Darren was the one whistling. That's why they're flying him in. No one else could whistle. Tweet, tweet. Get him the fuck out of here. Suspended for life. Get him the fuck out of here. And I'll tell you another fucking asshole in on it. You know it. That little fucking dick Elston. (laughs) Of course. Every time he rose the scarf, here comes the heat. Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, I heard Greg today. Yeah, what was uh, he at? He was on Darren's show. I fucking love that guy, dude. He's such a fucking grinder. Like, I, I just, dude, there are just guys in this town. Not yeah. a lot of them. There's just not a lot of them, like Craig, <clears throat> that just, dude. I was just, 
I was thinking about him when I heard yeah. it, and he's talking about the soccer's and they're coming back. He's high energy. This was the, this was yeah. Craig's line, and I meant to text him, and I didn't. But it was so great because he got fired by the goals. Yeah, which is ridiculous. He was really good. Um, now, the goals no longer have a radio contract. And apparently you can find them on some app. If you can find them, good for you. But basically, like you have 97.3 and you have yeah. 13.60. Yeah. You have KCBQ and a few other stations. I don't know what that should tell you. Well, well that was Craig right there. Sorry. I don't know what it should tell you about the Gulls or San Diego that the hockey team doesn't have a radio deal. And they could try to sell it any way they want. Bullshit. Not on the air. Out of sight, out of mind. But they let Craig go a couple of years ago. Yeah. So Craig was on with Darren today, hyping up the fact that, and I, and I give Darren credit, that he does interviews like that, A, looking out for a buddy, and B, hyping that the soccers will be back Sunday night. And goddamn if Elston doesn't say, hey, listen, we are the most fan-friendly, family-affordable winter sport option in San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> I Jesus. go. It was just a complete kick in the balls at the gulls, and it was funny as shit. And Darren just kind of—I'm sure Darren picked up on it. He yeah. didn't really go further with it. But it was funny as shit. But I just, dude, I dig Elston because whether it was 1090, yeah, or Kogo or some 1360, a couple other places where he's been. The rug gets kind of pulled out from under you. Fucking dude just picks himself up and gets after it again. And he was really fun. I don't know that their games are on radio. I don't know where you find them. But uh, but I'm a huge fan of that guy. He's a really, really good dude. Stand-up guy. Yeah. And uh, It's yeah. funny. I received a message from him about a week ago to play in the media game. On oh, de- no kidding. On December 13th. And it made me laugh. I was like, Jesus, last time I just kind of hit in the back and... Fucking waited for Craig to give up the game-winning goal, and we lost. And I was fucking pissed at Craig. Now who am I going to get mad at? Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, it's funny. I'm looking at tickets right now for for the for the soccer's. The most expensive tickets thirty three bucks. General general mission. Listen, sorry. (laughs) General missions fifteen bucks. That's too high too. Those fucking tickets should be like eleven bucks. Sorry, I'm not paying thirty three bucks to watch the entire fucking day shift. Right from Home Depot, and listen, he was on selling the fact that they got stars from south of the border. Hey, fantastic! I don't know any of these fuckers, and oh, we're so excited! Told Darren today we got a press release coming out at three, but I'm gonna announce it right now. We've signed Craig Rivera. And all of San Diego just stopped. What? Hold <laughs> on. blew it out. Hold on. Nobody stopped. <laughs> Nothing stopped. I didn't even stop in my car. I probably just fucking slow rolled through a stop sign. And I'm like, Elston, you're my fucking boy. But nobody is jumping up and down that Craig Murphy or whoever fuck you signed today. <clears throat> right yeah there's not any there's not anybody like like yesterday at this time i'm in the airport in toronto yeah and 
the crazy thing up there is when you're cutting through Pearson Airport, TSN, which is their version of ESPN, yeah. is on every TV in the airport, and it's blaring out about volume eight. And yesterday, the head coach of the Maple Leafs, Mike Babcock, gets fired. And it's all over to the point that I'm sitting in, getting a sandwich and a beer, and the waitress in the restaurant is breaking down the resume of the new coach of the Maple That's Leafs amazing. better than the people that are on TV. When I got out of my car listening to Craig and yeah. went into lunch today, nobody at fucking Jersey Mike's in Carlsbad was like, <laughs> let me tell you why this guy, the soccer's just signed. They were like, what? That is funny. 33 shit. bucks. 33 Seriously? bucks, yeah. Hey, Dave, I tell you what, when I was GM, we wouldn't have done that. Um, too Dude, much. A head coach and and four assistant coaches. Four? Yeah. Like six guys on the field. <laughs> so one guy doesn't get a coach? That's it. Well, that's racist. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that's, uh, that's a lot of suits. How it's the cheapest ticket? 15 bucks. I'm not paying 60 bucks to go out there well, to get a magnet of, yeah, schedule. Yeah, family of four. How much is that going to run you? It's well, I run just it. said 60 bucks. Yeah. Well, I just said family of four, but at the same time, you're going to buy food, you're going to do the whole thing. It's going to get you. Shh. Just go to a movie. Right. Yeah, go see Aquaman. So a movie. All right, Dave, let's see how good you are. <laughs> Boy. How good are you, how good are you <laughs> at playing... Uh, this game. I saw a sports movie last night. This okay. will surprise you. On my flight home, I was on a flight from Detroit to San Diego. I had four hours to go on the flight. I saw a sports movie for the first time ever really? last night. Sports comedy. Think about sports comedies. Don't say it was Mr. 3000. No, shit. <laughs> go ahead. A movie that a lot of people like. I, I just had never seen it until last night. Saw The Sandlot for the first time. Shut up, really? Yeah, first time I'd ever seen oh, that wow. movie. That's funny. The movie's over 30 years old. Is that right? Yeah, maybe close to 30. Yeah, it's close to 30 years old. I got to look that movie up. Yeah, I think it was early 90s. Hey, I don't know how many people... So did you like it? Yeah, it was yeah, I bet your kids would have loved it. They, bought, they saw it. Oh, I yeah. told them tonight. I go, I saw a movie last night that you guys saw before me. Came out in 1993. God dang. Here's my, my complaint on that movie. Let me hear it. Okay. And I know if you, did you watch it all the way to the end? Yeah. Okay. Number one, the movie was great until the whole fucking situation with the fucking dog, you know, where they had to go when get the, the ball. Yeah. It was ridiculous. But the, the end where he's the broadcaster and right. B Benjamin with Frank the hat on. Yeah. Benjamin Franklin Rodriguez down yeah. there. And he's running around, calling play by play, running away from the microphone. Right. What's he doing? It drove me crazy. Yeah. You're nowhere near the mic. It was, it was, but wearing that, that dopey hat. Wearing the dopey hat. But it was, uh, I love the movie. Kids love that movie. That's yeah. every little kid's favorite baseball movie. Very, very funny. Yep. Um, I I don't know. Like, I was chatting today. I wouldn't say I travel a lot, but I've been on a few airplanes yeah, in my day. Me. More than me lately. Yeah. Um, I would highly recommend. Here's a free plug for any of you. If you're traveling anywhere, you have to travel cross country. Man, this is absolutely a free unsolicited plug. Man, fly Delta. Like I, Do you I like have, Delta? Yeah, I've flown in the last year United, American, and Delta. American's pretty good. 
I wouldn't fly United again just because they charge you for everything. But Dave, I I flew uh, Delta from here going out. Where'd I go? I think I went from here to Chicago. Okay. And then Chicago in and then through Detroit last night. Man, seats are great. Free TV. So the entire flight you could watch. Not quite like JetBlue. Yeah. I think JetBlue, JetBlue gives is you, great. JetBlue gives you direct TV, right? Yeah. And it's bigger. The seats are bigger. Yeah. I didn't have all that, but I had ESPN, ESPN2, NFL Network, um, you know, ABC. Oh, no. CBS, NBC, and Fox. And then like CNN, Fox News Channel, all that impeachment shit was going on. Yeah. So that was kind of cool. And then probably about uh, 50 free movies to choose from. Oh, there you go. I saw that movie yesterday about the kid who... Yeah, was that any good? I wanted to see that movie. It was pretty cool. Was it good? It was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, like something happens and then people forget about Beatles music and a couple other things. I won't give it away, but there's some other... The Beatles aren't the only thing impacted by this force of nature and pretty funny. But... um, God damn, they were just great to deal with, and and we're always a little bit like any company. You're on a budget when you're traveling. Yeah, shit. Delta came in the cheapest out of all of them, and and again, I'm flying from here to Toronto on time. Yeah, my fucking bags made it when I had like 15 minutes to connect from my flight to Chicago, catch my connecting flight up to Toronto. We worried about it. Yeah, because last <laughs> time my bag didn't make it. What suck. And man, you just go right on the app and you're getting notifications that your bag's been checked oh, in and on the plight. Yeah, I just, I know a lot of people hate traveling that it's changed. I'll tell you this too. The other thing that I can't recommend enough for anybody that travels on a regular basis, I'm supposed to go to Orlando in January. Yeah. Trying to get out of it. But, <laughs> um, but get the global entry card. It's a, um, I wonder. My wife has one. They are so good. It's great. If I travel with her, I get to to just jump in line. I don't have yeah. to do anything different. So it's uh, it's just global entry yeah. like that. And I'm showing David kind of like a passport card. I paid 100 bucks for it. Uh, it's good for five years. And absolutely in San Diego, it's mandatory to have. But even last night, it's weird. It, it makes no impact. When I'm going into Toronto, going through customs, you still have to go through everything. But when you're coming home and you're kind of jammed up, man, they cruise you right through. What do they ask you when you're coming through customs? They were great. Um, when I'm going in, they always want to know, you know, what you're doing, how long you're there for. I was there for a week. And for the most part, they're really cool. Here's the funny thing. I had a female um, customs agent in Toronto and they're just like, hey, what are you doing? And you kind of go through your whole spiel, what you're doing. And then she's like, all right. And you're like, hey, stamp the book. And they like, they've gotten out of the habit of stamping. Oh, really? It. And I go, I go, look. I go, I dig this. And my kids dig it. And she goes, why does everybody use their kids? And I go, well, at some point when I get older, I'd like to say to my kids, yeah, I've actually done something other than be a moron. <laughs> And she was cool. She was great. She's like, all right, I'll ring you up. My original passport's pretty cool because it's when I traveled Europe. Yeah. But um, but you got to kind of ask for it to get stamps anymore, which I always thought, I don't know why they would have got out of that habit. It's oh, that's cool. funny. But then um, 
coming home, they just want to know if you're bringing anything with you. And I said, yeah, livestock. <laughs> got a couple of hens. Got a starfish. And I got 25,000 Percocins uh, <laughs> in my fucking bag for Steve Woods. And uh, I, I was Woods, Stevie Woods. Fucking guy was killing me yesterday. What a dick. <laughs> hey, what if I pay five bucks when you stay in Toronto? Yeah, how about that? I was, I was like, shit, the way shit was going in Detroit, I didn't think I was going to get out of Detroit last night. And uh, so this son of a bitch sends us a text today, and he goes, hey, you going to be back in the garage? I haven't been ripped for a while. <laughs> and Dave goes, yeah, we're doing one tonight. And I told him, so just be patient, fuckface. <laughs> Or whatever. I told him, or go fuck off. Yeah, that's what you told him. Go and I was, fuck off. I was telling my buddies at work who listen to that show, and they love him. That's their guy. Yeah. And I go, you know, the guy's the nicest guy in the world. He's great. I love Bo, right? Everything going on with Bo. Him and Bo doing Padre Talk last week was awesome. And I go, that guy just checks in. And Dave and I just, every day, <laughs> fuck off. Dick, and they were like, "Oh, that's how we talk to our buddies." But um, yeah, I, I, Dave, I'm telling you, it's a city you should go to. Uh, not to spend a lot on yeah. Toronto, it really is. Man. Everyone says Toronto's great because I feel like in San Diego we have lost our multicultural neighborhoods. Yeah, and when you go around, whether it's the east side or you're on the north side or right in the city. Man, it's just, there's so many different walks of life. The people are cool. There's so many different things to see. It's really fun. And people were, they were great. They love, <clears throat> they're very, very cool to Americans. I mean, you That's go up, cool. very, very cool to Americans. And this buddy of mine I was chatting with on Saturday night was saying that he had been down in the States and he was in a store in Ohio and like the, the guy working was like, well, where are you from? He goes, I'm from Canada, Toronto. Well, I guess relations between our two countries have just gone to shit. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy's like, what? And he's like, oh, I know you hate us. He's like, I don't even know you. Like, I don't yeah. hate anybody. But like, it's funny, like 1130 at night. Uh, I'm trying to think of Monday night. 1130 at night, Monday. Like Colbert's on. Yeah. Fallon's on. It's all on. Okay. Same time. That's funny. Like all those shows are on. And during the day, like they have their version of all their versions of like The View yeah. or Rachel Ray or any of those kind of like the, the talk shows. Kind of funny how you go, oh, this must be yeah. that show or this show. Do the show. sets look the same? Yeah. Similar. No, same funny. type breakdown, you know, type thing. Um, but it's really great. And they, I think that we have, if you go to Europe, and I, funny, I haven't, I literally, I haven't asked Steve. We talked about yeah. his trip, but if he hears this tomorrow, I don't know when he and Hannah went for their honeymoon, like if he felt like he was treated different as an American. I think he traveled there. I feel like he told us when he was younger as a kid that he had been to Europe. And I, I meant to ask him, like, how they treat you. But, no, man, um, Americans are very, very welcomed in Toronto, and, and just the restaurants are great. 
all kinds of things to see if you're in architecture or just sports are a lot of fun. You know, uh, Rita's in, in Ireland for 10 days and she went through London first. Yeah. And uh, I said to her, because you know, the weather sucks in Ireland right now, food's not great and stuff. I said, do you wish you would have stayed in London longer? She said, no, they actually told her now is a good time for you not to be here. She said they're, they're going through these random oh, yeah. stabbings. With and the, yeah, thing going on. and uh, they were just saying it's just kind of crazy right now with the with these stabbings that are going on. Saying now is not a good time to be in London. Oof. I love it there. Um, had a very funny experience on Monday that I'll share. Uh, we were gonna go till Dave fucked it up. <laughs> uh, right now it's me and Costa are going to the final Raider, Raider game. game. Well, Rosie will be there. Rosie will be there. Yeah. Which would be great. And so we've been looking at ticket prices on StubHub. This is my advice to anybody rolling into a city, kind of like I I was at, where if you go, yeah, I want to go and I want to see a game at fill in the blank, any any venue, right? The new Chase Center. Yeah. But I don't really care about the Warriors. I don't really have any interest in the uh, in the New Orleans Pelicans, right? Yeah. But I kind of want to get in. The longer you can wait it out, yeah, you're going to get an insane deal. And yeah, so you've always had luck with that. Monday night, I go to dinner with a friend of mine downtown. I walk her over to Union Station. She's got to catch the train home. Yeah, and I come back, David. I'm standing right in front of Social Bank Arena. Now they don't do Jurassic Park uh, for the regular season, but the big video monitor is still on on the outside of the of the building. So this dude walks up, and as soon as I dropped my friend off, I stopped at the ATM. I grabbed 60 bucks Canadian, yeah. which is about 40, 42 U.S. And uh, I'm just standing there, and this dude's like, and it's about three minutes into the first quarter. Game's just tipped off. Guy steps up. He goes, hey, man, you want to go inside the building? You want a ticket? I go, sure. What do you got? He goes, well, I got a premium club seat for 120. I go, well, get, fuck that. <laughs> I'm not interested in that shit. And he goes, all right. He goes, well, I can get you in the building for 40. I go, well, fuck. Well, I'll do that. And he goes, okay, give me your cell number, and I'll text you the ticket. I go, well, I don't need this asshole having my phone number. And I said, you know what, man? I appreciate it. I go, look, I'm not being a dick, but I have a kid who likes the ticket stubs. Yeah. And I go, I can just watch it out here. I go, fuck, we're halfway through the first quarter. And the guy goes, ah. <laughs> and he goes, uh, I got those seats in section 119. And I go, dude, that literally means nothing to me. I'm from California. I don't know shit. Yeah. Where the fuck's 119? Center and, court. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I saw the picture. <laughs> and he goes, that's 20 rows back. And he goes, what do you give me for this? And I go, look, I appreciate what you're doing. I'm going to show you this. I go, I'm from California. I have 60 Canadian. Yeah. You want to sell that thing for 60? I'll take it right now. If you want to go fuck with those guys, go ahead. I don't care. Guy goes, get the fuck out of here. Gives me the ticket, right? Really? I go, this thing's good? He goes, yes. I like how you word he's going to take your number and just start texting you randomly. Yeah. Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Hey, how's California? (laughs) What's on the show tonight? (laughs) So, Dave, I go in and I sit down. The tickets are great. Yeah. And I start chatting with the guy next to me who's a season ticket holder he's probably 
early 70s, and yeah. he's British, and he's about four beers into the night. Oh, awesome. So he says to me, he goes, uh, hey, what'd you pay to get in? <clears throat> I go, 60. He goes, all right, well, that's good. That's why I sold it for. So he goes, you broke even. I go, well, fuck. I, I go, this is great. Insane ticket. And he goes, you know, Jeff, I introduced myself. He goes, you know, you tell me from San Diego. Yeah, he loved it. Did he put the Kawhi thing together? Uh, he liked that, too. Okay. Like, yeah, we put that together. So we were chatting. And he goes, uh, he goes, I shouldn't even share this story, but it's so fucking funny. Guy's known me for five minutes. Yeah. And he goes, uh, <clears throat> you know, I had my nephew in from London a couple of weeks ago. And he sat right in that same seat. And again, this guy's like 70. Yeah. And I go, yeah. Looked at his phone the whole time. And he goes, we ordered beers. And he goes, did you know my nephew ordered a Coors Light? (laughs) (laughs) And he goes, the sense of disappointment that overtook me, thinking about how my entire family had failed this young man, was unbelievable. (laughs) And so I'm fucking dying. Yeah, no shit. Then he goes... uh, He goes, I'm not even from here. He goes, half the time, I don't even watch these fucking games because I'm British and I'm paying attention to cricket season. No way. And I said, that's funny, man. I go, I lived in uh, I lived in London. And I said, I couldn't understand any of that shit. So my connection with my friends was boxing. And he goes, so where were you? And I said, well, I lived in London. He goes, let me tell you something about England. <laughs> he goes, there's the normal people that live outside, and then there's the Londoners that think they're the smartest fucking people in the world. He goes, goes, you know how I know? Because I married this one 45 years ago, (laughs) and she's a complete pain in the ass. And this lady's like the sweetest lady ever. He goes, if I don't get her fucking ass to New York four times a year, life isn't worth living. (laughs) And I'm like, what? Funniest <laughs> fucking guy, Dave. We just sat there and bullshitted the whole time. That's cool. And just, it was great. So, but again, I just waited it out and that's all you have to do. Just go somewhere. Yeah. And that's why I said to Mike, look, I don't know what's going to work. All, all I'm telling you is for Mike and I are going to the final Raider game. Yeah. I don't feel like I have to be in before halftime. I'll sit out front and pound beers. Mike with will ho- freak out. Mike's going to overpay. Chicks. He's going to freak out. Yeah, he will. Yeah, he <laughs> 100% will. I'm hitting the, I told him, hitting the Rams-Ravens uh, game Monday, Monday night. Monday night, right? Super excited about it. I told him, we were talking about this on the show. I've never been to a Rams game in the Coliseum. So and that great. was the team my dad stuck me with, and it's kind of crazy. And Going to so, have a complete blast. Well, do you hear the whole story about Weddle today? Um, I heard a, a bit, and I haven't. I don't. So Weddle says he's not going to share anything with the offense that the Ravens do on defense. And he goes, that's just not who I am. I'm not doing that. And I'm sure the Rams are like, the fuck you aren't. We're paying you a paycheck. They don't pay you a paycheck. But at the same time, you know, Weddle says that publicly. Not saying he's going to go help out Jared Goff or whatever else. But defensively, he knows what the fuck the Ravens are doing offensively. You tell me he's not going to take advantage of it. He's not going to move over a couple steps or move in to go, wait a second, I know this alignment. I know what the play is. Of course he's going to use his knowledge. I heard that quote today, and it was interesting. He is a team guy. So my feeling would be um, that he's going to find a balance 
to benefit the Rams while still respecting the Ravens. You cannot afford to lose any more games if you're the Rams. I mean, you have the, the Seahawks and the 49ers in that division. You want to make the postseason. Yeah. You better fucking step up, old man. <laughs> yeah. You know, your time Great. is running out. Yeah. You, you, you only had one episode on the rookie. <laughs> exactly right. Um, I also think, though, too, after the whole Antonio Brown thing where they went back and forth on Twitter, Eric yeah. and those guys, again, having not talked to him about it, but my guess would be, like, he doesn't want to be in the middle of that shit. No. So he did the, I think he did the I smart thing. I would have answered the, the question the same way to the media. Yeah, I think he did the smart thing. Oh, yeah. just help yourself. Not like we're trying to do a show over here, Thirsty. Shimmy <laughs> Cricket. I got a, a story of one of our friends in just a second, and uh, that includes Marshall Falk. I, I got to repeat this story to you. Hey, uh, first of all, I want to mention Brian Curry selling real estate all over San Diego County for more than 20 years. Brian Curry is your guy right now as the holidays are approaching and you're figuring out what you might do in the upcoming year. Could moving be one of the things that you do? Brian Curry is the guy to ask the questions to. Call Brian at 619-251-1588. He'll find you a great house. Make sure either you're moving up or you want to downsize a little bit. 619-251-1588. I'm moving to Toronto. I'm moving right downtown. <laughs> He's not familiar with Toronto. I found a gorgeous uh, penthouse apartment right in the city. Four million Canadian, David. It, it uh, checked with Alan Taylor. Yes, that converts over to forty-one thousand U.S. Um, now I'll tell you this: as you kind of, as I made my way around town the last week, and people said, "Oh, where are you from? California? We're at San Diego." Oh, really? We really are incredibly lucky are. to live here, and it's really fun. I think. Uh, to see the reactions of people, different nationalities, uh, kind of all in that same city, responding to us. San Diego has an insane reputation uh, for the good, for how gorgeous it Absolutely. is and how cool it is here. And so, yeah, for all of us that want to stay here while the cost of living gets incredibly high, you need somebody on your side that's going to help you. Nobody better than Brian. He's going to find that right home for your family for your future, and for your budget. Nobody better tell BC Dave and Jeff sent you. Absolutely. Don't forget about Alan Taylor. He could put that perfect pool right in the backyard of that new house. Alan Taylor's been doing this job for more than 20 years as well. Tailored made pools, the way to go. New construction on commercial or residential. Full remodels on commercial and residential as well. New equipment repairs, pool resurfacing, insulation. But if you haven't built a pool yet in your backyard, make sure you get the whole 3D design virtual tour and I get some of the ideas that Alan Taylor can have just for you. His number is 619-449-4452. 619-449-4452. was in a bar in Toronto and Alan said, hey, have a Labatt's on me. Well, I checked with the bartender. I said, hey, my friend Al Taylor would like me to have a Labatt's. Bartender said, well, I'd like to pour it for you, but the last time Amy was in here, she cleaned out my last two cakes. Uh, I sent that to Alan. I said, well, she wiped out the not only the last keg, but the last two. And Alan said, I'm not shocked by that news at all. I'll tell you this. We may live in the most beautiful city in America, but when I was flying in and you look down and you see the disappointing pools that are especially out in East San Diego, please, what are you doing out there? I look at these things. I go, what, what is that, an actual pool? Did somebody just get a shovel? 
Looked like the backyard of John Wayne Gacy's house. <laughs> Christ's sake, did any of you have an artistic eye? Doubt it. But you know who does? Al Taylor at Taylor Made Pools. He can put a piece of work back there that you will absolutely love. And as the weather changes, uh, you can continue to have friends and family over. Thanksgiving, I think it's going to be nice next weekend. Yeah. Have friends come visit and just hang out by the pool. Check out the website, DaveAndJeffShow.com. Check out the sponsor page and look at the insanely cool job that Alan and the guys at TaylorMade Pool can do for you. Absolutely. Also, don't forget about the end of the year is coming. Here's one of the things you need to do on your to-do list as you sit and you make your list how things are going to be different in 2020. It's your finances. Look, your finances are going to be there all the time. A lot of people worry about what are they going to do, or even if they're in good financial shape, things can always be better. Dan Williams is the guy to call. Dan Williams is the guy to help you with your finances, make sure everything is in order. What can you afford and what do you want to be able to afford for the future? Most importantly, do you have the money to last a lifetime? Dan's the guy to get you in order. 858-688-6813. 858-688-6813. Well, Dave, I thought I did. I thought I had a financial plan in place. And then I was in downtown Mississauga, Ontario, buying lap dances at the landing strip. <laughs> and now I'm right back at square one. But the good thing is that Dan's on my team and he can be on your team as well. Dave's right. As you get ready for the new year, you have to make sure that your finances are in order. Because, man, we have all been there when you feel that squeeze around the holidays yep, and you see everybody else that's able to celebrate, you want to do the right thing for the friends and the family, the ones that mean the most to you in your life and you're not able to do it. It starts with a phone call today, 858-688-6813. Dan can help you get your finances in order. Number one, yes, the holidays are important, but more important than that is the ability to continue to make your mortgage payment each and every month and have that breathing room so you can continue to pay the other bills. And if you are in the military, man, that book that Dan wrote, How to Buy a House with No Money Down, both of yours for free, sandiegolending.us slash Dave Jeff. SanDiegoLending.us slash Dave Jeff. Tell Dan we sent you. As Jeff mentioned, you can look at all our sponsors right there on the sponsor page. All you have to do is go to DaveAndJeffShow.com. Kyle Fluger is the one that put that website together. He can build a perfect website for you as well. 619-500-6621. 619-500-6621. Well, we have Babes on Probation. Yes.com. And Dave, the last thing that I've seen for a week are girls in toques. You know those hats, the the old like sailor like Nicholson wore in Cuckoo's Nest? Yes. Oh. <laughs> so we're going to launch for all our Canadian friends, girlsintukes.com. I'm telling you, it's going to be <laughs> fucking fantastic. <laughs> the cash is going to roll in. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Al Horton, God, yeah. busiest guy in sports. He's not only going to have the Minneapolis franchise for babes on probation. <laughs> But he's going to have girls in toque.mn. Ah, I just can't stand the excitement. It's going to be great. All of those websites are coming, and my main man Kyle Fluger is going to be running point on all of them. Oh, my gosh. All right, so I heard this story the other day. I heard it secondhand. It's, okay. it's, it's about our buddy Todd Villalobos. Oh, yeah, the greatest. And Todd listens to every one of these shows. Todd's a producer over at, at Channel 8. We've known him 30 years. Okay. Guy's the nicest guy going. So uh, my son Josh has started working over there at, at Channel 8 the last couple of weeks. 
and uh, is having a blast. Just having a great time. Tonight mm-hmm. he's out uh, doing uh, the game today with LeBron James's kid and Dwayne Wade's kid at Montgomery High School. He's all excited. But he said all those guys are great. You and I told him, KFMB yeah. is a great building. So he's Josh is asking him questions, different things that were great, things that uh, he's experienced over the last 30 years. And he just, you know, we know Todd's a huge uh, San Diego sports fan, especially the mm-hmm. Aztecs. He loves the Aztecs. So he tells Josh that he's at Jack Murphy Stadium, Marshall Falk years, and he's in the end of the end zone. And Marshall Falk gets the ball, and Marshall Falk's running down the field for a touchdown. And Todd gets all excited, and he's just waving his arms. Come to me. Come to me. You know He's not working. He's just there as a fan? Yeah, he's a producer. He's standing on the field, whatever the hell he's doing. Okay, but he, yeah. he has a credential. He has oh, a okay, credential gotcha. to be standing on the field. And he's like waving at Marshall. Here, you know, let's go. He's right by the, the tunnel. Has his hands up in the air. And he goes, Marshall Falk runs by him and high fives him as, as he scores the touchdown and runs right up the tunnel like Bo Jackson, you know? And then he goes, I don't know. <laughs> he goes, I don't know anything about pressure points. He goes, but man, when he high fived me, it was like somebody kicked me in the nuts as hard as he could. And he goes, I went from having the time of my life to just bending over, grabbing my knees, thinking, I got to get to the hospital. He goes, my, he goes, from, he goes a high from a high five. From Marshall Falk high five. My nuts hurt so bad, I couldn't fucking even. He goes, if you look at the clips and the highlights, I go from smiling to just like crying. We and want it. Both hands on his knees, just hunched over. And we need that on the front page of DaveAndJeffShow.com. <laughs> he can't pull it together, dude. <laughs> And I was like, dude, figure out what that pressure point is, because that's that's the one to use on a guy if you ever get into a fight. Holy shit. <laughs> God damn. That's but, matrix shit. But if yeah, if you and you and Jeff and I love this guy, it is so fucking funny, dude. I, I couldn't breathe, dude, when I heard this fucking story. That this fucking guy is so happy. Marshall high fives him. His guy, his team. <laughs> fucking paralyzed him. Paralyzed him. All right, I have a question for you, Dave. Imagine going to the doctor. What happened? I got high fives and my nuts hurt. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Who well, high fived you, Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> uh, how about all that shit? We got to figure that shit out. We got to get on that case and figure out if that fucking guy was murdered. You think he was murdered? No, I don't. You don't think he was murdered? No, I just think it's fun that people uh, people like to, people love conspiracies. I like conspiracies too. And and I still believe JFK was was shot by more than one person. Well, but that no, is I, I, yeah. I don't think. Well, you and I believe that one, but a lot of people no. There was one shooter. It just it doesn't make any sense. Anyway, yeah, the Jeffrey Epstein one. No, I don't think he was murdered. All right, here's my question, and this question is for men, yeah, and women in this audience for both of you. I have a friend who is single, female. Over the age of 40 is a workout fiend. Okay. Workout fiend, right? And recently I had lunch with this person. Yeah. Now they wore kind of the yoga pants, but the the form fitting ones. Yeah. So the kind of, I mean, they're kind of like those spandex pants, right? Yeah. But a sweater. That like a kind of like a female cardigan and a scarf. She's single. Okay. Not married, no boyfriend, nothing. So there's no anything there. And she looked fucking amazing, right? Yeah. My question is, and this is this is an honest question. 
Because I kind of think I know the answer, the way you lean, but you got to figure out how it is. When you've gotten past a certain age and you are working out really well, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying, man, you look great. Like, you just look great, right? But I think if we're honest as a group, what she wants to hear over the age of 40 is, listen, your fucking ass looks amazing. <laughs> Does she want to hear it straight up? I don't know. No, she doesn't want to hear that. Uh, really? Yeah. I'm not. And you're the funniest thing too, Dave. Yeah. I'm not like a guy who's like an asker. Yeah, but but at the same time, what you said is you look great to Just me. Just leave it at that. I don't think that's offensive. I think you get written up at work though if you say that to somebody. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No, this yeah. isn't anybody. I know, at work. but I mean, just just if someone said to you, "Hey, you look great," you go, "Man, that made my day." Yeah. If a girl said to you, "I can't wait to go home and do myself thinking about you," you go, "That made my day." You just start crying. Yeah. If, you just uh, hug her. But if you said that to a girl, fuck, dude, <laughs> you're done. You see the difference? Oh yeah, it's true. All right, that's funny. All right, well, that's good. <laughs> I think there's not a guy I know that wouldn't fucking say, that made my year. Some girl literally told me she has to go home and do herself to me. And you go, okay. <laughs> but if you went to any girl and go, man, when I leave here, I'm going home and I'm doing myself to you. You're just feeling an immediate yeah, red yeah. chili spray in your eyes. Dude, you get home and it's uh, right. Chris, uh, what's his face from NBC? Take a seat. <laughs> what's with the pizza <laughs> Chris Hansen yeah Chris Hansen sitting at your fucking kitchen table going so you drove all the way from Buffalo to tell that girl that <laughs> really oh those videos freak me out they freak me out alright so I can't tell her no you can't alright but how does she know how does she know her hard work's paid off dude I don't know man Fuck. cause I, you know no chick this is my yeah. other free advice that came up on my Go Facebook ahead. memories the other day. And this is absolutely free advice for any woman that listens to this stupid show. Yeah. Do not ever let a woman cut your hair, especially, and I, I invite all of you to, to just accept the fact, I've seen 95% of the women that listen to this show. Yeah. You are outstanding and you are beautiful. With respect to the female cutting your hair, I don't think she's in your league, so they're going to talk you into a really, really bad haircut. <laughs> I can't cut a straight line. I can't cut a coupon, right? No, that's funny as hell. But I'm telling you, I was Dave, just thinking about this. Could I cut hair if I had to? No, I couldn't. No, but God damn it. If you were straight yeah. and knew how to cut a woman's hair, yeah. You'd be That's like That's the job to take. Right. Yeah. Because you're gonna be like, you're gonna walk out of here looking like any supermodel that doesn't have a yeah. shaved head. Yeah. You're not I'm not gonna send you out of here looking like Yul Brenner or Phil Jackson the way he looked when he sat on the bench at the end of his Laker career. Yeah. You're gonna walk out of here looking like goddamn El McPherson. But when you okay, so you're the guy cutting that girl's hair and she looks smoking hot when she leaves. How does that make you feel? You feel like you're the oh. fluff, but you're the fluffer. You're, no, you know I, what I, mean? I think I I think you're fine. <laughs> I think you're fine. That's not enough. It would drive you crazy. No, Dave. I think you're closing deals. I was just trying to be respectful to the female audience. You think now, you're closing deals? If you're that guy, okay. Here's another one. Cutting for you. her hair, making her look like a million bucks. All right. Here's another. Taking one her for from you. geek to chic. What? Here's another one for you. All right. 
Well, you got a girl over here waiting to get in next. So what are you going to do? You're going to pick her up or pick up the one behind her? It never stops. Ah, what See a what life. Yeah. <laughs> to, to a, what a life. To be a straight air, air designer. All right. The guy that does the plastic surgery that puts the boobs in. You don't even get to give it a test run. Uh, well, you better that, not be. No, that's what I'm saying. You're going to prison. That's a little tough, too. You're I, sitting there making that girl smoking hot, and you're like, I just want a motorboat one time. Test them out. <laughs> Instead, you're sending them home. No, I think you're, I think those guys, well, yeah, I think those guys are pulling. You're all right. You're all right. You're like, the, somebody comes in, you're like, ah, oh, you're married? Hang on, you just start fucking jerking that thing? <laughs> Like it's the uh, inner tube that you're taking over here at Aquatica. Choo, 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 choo. I think that's a little high, Doc. Hey, shut up. <laughs> um, I, I don't like know. I'm going to have to look at these for five more weeks and make sure everything came out good. Yeah. Well, we saw a few of those shows where you're like, God, that's just yeah. fucking creepy. <laughs> All right. Okay. I was just I was just curious the way it goes. By the way, I'm looking at Jeffrey Epstein right now on uh, Wikipedia. Yeah. Dude looks just like Mark Willard. <laughs> it's not a shot. Just telling you. Willard's a fucking champion. That guy, I was watching something about Epstein. Like, people really believe, Dave, with, with the Prince Andrew connection and yeah. the other connections, who he knew, yeah. how many people were flying on that plane as many times. Did I, did I hear... The Bill Clinton, is this true, was on that plane like 26 times? That's what people want to believe, that he was murdered and Clinton had something to do with it. Well, I don't know anything about that. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you're on a plane with that guy, and the number that I heard somebody say the other day, and I don't know if they were legit or if they were just throwing it out, but it felt like the number they said was more than 20. You just go, hey, Dave, like I know you and Epstein were flying around and it was good, but hey, champ. Yeah, 26 isn't a good yeah. look, but... Well, here's the deal. If the guy was murdered, would it bother you? Um, In a sense, yes, because anybody... When you look at the age of the girls that were involved in that... I mean, some were 14 years old. I mean, fuck. Well, that's ridiculous. Right. I mean, he deserved... My opinion, hey, dude, if you're murdered, fuck it, dude. You had it coming. I hope it hurt. Joe Rogan had a really great clip that's out with uh, Matt Taibbi, the writer from uh, Rolling Stone. Yeah. Where they were talking about it. And I think I'm saying that dude's name right. My, Matt Taibbi's really, really good. And one of those guys, and it may have been Joe, said that they talked to a financial guy and they said, Epstein didn't know shit. Like he was a hedge fund manager. And they were yeah. like, yeah, he didn't know shit. I don't know. I'm really, <clears throat> I, I think that's a huge story. I really do. I don't know enough to have an educated opinion on it but i find that really really fascinating yeah 66 years old the guy was you know and then you go i'm sitting reading everything on him right now going dude what a dirtbag man I, I mean according to those guys what they were saying on joe's podcast the other day was that some president of a company gave him that house like a 70 really? million dollar house wow like whoa Creepy shit. Creepy uh, shit. When are we going next? Are we'll we be back down here Sunday night. Cool. Good to be back. Thanks to everybody who reached out. Shout out to my boy, Stevie Woods. I look forward to hearing him tomorrow. And then, uh, yeah, we'll see you Sunday night. Good deal. All right.
When I 